Hello everyone, my name is Maya and I am the host of this new podcast, Tang Talks. Welcome to the first episode where I will be discussing women in politics, primarily focusing on how Sonia Sotomayor was able to become an Associate Justice of the Supreme Court of the United States. So to give an introduction, she is a third woman to get this position, preceded by Sandra Day O'Connor and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Sotomayor is the first woman of color and first Hispanic woman to serve the court. She was nominated by President Barack Obama to that to the U.S. Supreme Court on May 29, 2009, shortly after the Supreme Court Justice David Souter took an early retirement. Since then, only two other women have went on to serve the court, um, Elena Kagan in 2010 and Amy Coney Barrett in 2020. When you take a look at the demographics, only 5 out of the 115 justices have been women, meaning approximately 96% overall have been men. So, of those 5 women, only 3 of them are still serving the court out of the 9 justices, which makes up only one-third of them. Now, that's not a terrible number compared to the lower, even non-existent percentages of women in the past. But many people believe that the progression of women in society have been pushed back by the presidency of Donald Trump and the appointment of Amy Coney Barrett based on her stances about topics such as abortion and other people's rights, such as minorities. And anyways, moving along, Sonia Sotomayor is the first woman of color to serve the U.S. Supreme Court, as I mentioned earlier, and she has remained the only woman to do so. And when she was nominated by President Obama, she was confirmed by a 68 to 31 vote. The other candidates that were in contention at the time were Elena Kagan, Diane Wood, and Jennifer Granholm, who were all women. Um, So although Sonia Sotomayor has accomplished much through her role serving the court since 2009, it was obviously a long and hard road to get there, especially as a woman in a minority, and from the start she proved herself to be a very intelligent and diligent person, graduating from Princeton and later on Yale Law School where she she edited for the Yale Law Journal and joined many activist groups. After Yale Law School, she became a well-established district attorney and shortly went into corporate law. Her entry into politics came with a nomination from the George H.W. Bush administration to the U.S. District Court in 1991, and in 1997, she was nominated by President Bill Clinton for the U.S. Court of Appeals. After a seat in the U.S. Supreme Court opened in 2009 after the retirement of David Souter, President Barack Obama nominated Sotomayor to the seat as an associate judge, where she immediately took up her new role to take action. So, as I mentioned earlier, she was confirmed by a 68-31 to vote, and that was primarily divided among the parties coming from the Democratic Party herself. The yes votes were made up of 57 Democratic, 9 Republicans, and 2 Independents, while the 31 nays were all from the Republican Party. And when when Sotomayor took the seat, she was well-received by her fellow members, who described her as a highly qualified and very experienced judge, according to Democrat Russ Feingold. There were even a few Republicans who showed their support, 
such as Olympia Snow, who commended Barack, President Barack Obama's decision on his nomination. However, there were many who felt as though Sotomayor was not qualified for the position. Many Republicans fought against the nomination with claims that she was not experienced enough or had made questionable comments in the past. However, she was still able to be confirmed by the Senate and took her role of Associate Justice enthusiastically. While serving the court, she was able to represent the voice of many women and minorities with actions such as helping to legalize same-sex marriage throughout the United States and to uphold an important part of Obamacare, and she also fought to reform the criminal justice system with the Utah v. Strife case, in which the court ruled that it was indeed constitutional to use evidence even if, even if it was found illegally, like if the Fourth Amendment was violated and the evidence in question was found through an unlawful search or seizure. There were actually many cases in which the criminal justice system was questioned or the Fourth Amendment was violated, which I really find interesting because I have been looking into this topic myself. But anyway, Sotomayor always made sure to fight for women's rights. And for example, she wrote about how the Wheaton College of Illinois should not be exempt from the Affordable Care Act mandate on contraception. So, some other female Supreme Court justices include Sandra Day O'Connor and Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who preceded, who both preceded Sonia Sotomayor, and Elena Kagan and Amy Coney Barrett, who joined later. Even today, it is extremely difficult for a woman to become a Supreme Court justice as there are many obstacles one might face, but even so, they were able to represent the voice of young women and inspire them to fight for what they believe in. For example, Ruth Bader Ginsburg had to face a large amount of gender discrimination, especially as a woman in politics. She has spent much of her life fighting for women's rights, even winning awards for her work towards ensuring gender equality. It is important for there to be women in politics to represent the voice of other women, especially recently, where there has been a lot of controversy around topics such as abortion laws and the Roe v. Wade decision. Although progress has been made in past years, people believe that there has been a setback with the tragic passing of Ruth Bader Ginsburg and her replacement, as they had mostly opposing views on women's rights. If you would like to learn more about this topic, I would definitely recommend reading Michelle Obama's memoir, Becoming, which is such a good book and it's really eye-opening to a lot of issues that women had to face, especially as the first lady and or Sonia Sotomayor's memoir titled My Beloved World. Thank you so much for listening and stay tuned for the next episode right here on Spotify.